Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. God bless you. It's a joy to come into your homes. And if you're ever in our area, please stop by and be a part of one of our services. I promise you, we will make you feel right at home. But I like to start with something funny. And I heard about this college professor. He was going to prove to his students that there is no God. He said, God, if you're real, then knock me off this platform. And I'll give you 15 minutes to do it. With every minute that went by, he taunted God. God, I'm still here. I'm still waiting. The last minute, 300 pound football player walking down the hallway overheard him. He took off running full speed toward him, put his shoulder down, sent him flying off the platform. The professor woke up in a daze, said, what in the world did you do that for? The football player replied, God said he was busy, so he sent me. (laughs) Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about call it in. It's not enough to just hope something happens. Just believe a dream will come to pass. Just think positive and that situation will turn around. You have to take the next step and call it in. Words give life to our faith. When you're sick, you need to call in healing. Father, thank you that you're restoring health back unto me. Thank you that by your stripes, I am healed. That's not just quoting scripture. That's calling in health, calling in wholeness. If you're struggling in your finances, you need to call in abundance. I am blessed. I am prosperous. Father, thank you that you're supplying all of my needs. Thank you that you're a more than enough God. You just called in promotion, called in opportunity. Maybe you're single and wanting to meet someone. It's fine to pray about it. It's fine to believe. Why don't you call in that spouse? Father, thank you that you have someone awesome coming my way. You said no good thing would you withhold because I walk uprightly. You have to call in divine connections. You can be specific. I call in someone loving, someone kind, godly, good looking, well off, fun. As long as you can back it up with scripture, you can call it in. Well, Joel, I can't just say things and it's going to happen. It's already happening. You are who you are today in part because of what you've been saying about yourself, because of what you've been calling in. Well, I'll never get out of debt. My business is so slow. You just called in lack, called in struggle. I'll never meet the right person. I hadn't had a date in years. You just called in loneliness. Pay attention to what you're calling in. The scripture says we will eat the fruit of our words. What we're constantly talking about we're inviting into our life. Don't invite defeat. Don't invite lack. If you're struggling with an addiction, don't say another time, I'll never break this bad habit. 
I've had it so long. You need to start calling in freedom. All through the day, I am free. I am clean. I am whole. No weapon formed against me will prosper. You can't call in defeat and have victory. You can't call in lack and have abundance. Start calling in what you want and not what you have. The scripture says, let the weak say I am strong. It doesn't say let the weak say I am weak. Why? That's calling in more weakness. You have to call in strength, call in vitality, call in passion. Don't go around saying I am so tired. I never have any energy. I don't know what's wrong with me. All that's doing is making it worse. You're calling in more of what you don't want. Turn it around. I am strong. I am full of energy. I will run and not be weary. I will walk and not faint. Don't say what you feel. Say what God says about you. Well, I look so old. I'm getting so wrinkled, so out of shape. It's all downhill from here. That's calling in more oldness, more wrinkles, more aches, more pains. That's going to age you before your time. Every day you need to say, I am young. I am energetic. I am sharp. My youth is being renewed like the eagles. That's what God says about you. You've probably seen the new face app on social media. It ages you, shows you what you could look like in 40 years. Somebody sent me a picture of me 40 years older. It's funny, I look just like my brother Paul now. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm calling in youth. I'm calling in hair, good looks, good memory plenty of energy, strong muscles. I was at a pastor's event and there was a gentleman that had been in the ministry over 60 years. We asked him to stand so we could honor him. He popped up out of that chair like he was a teenager. We asked how old he is. He said 91. He looked like he could be 65. Barely had any wrinkles, big smile, joyful personality, full head of hair. He had to buy it, but it looked good on him. <laughs> what are you calling in? Don't go around talking about how it's not going to work out, and how bad the medical report is, how your children aren't making good decisions. A lady came down for prayer. She told me how her teenage son is off course and how he wouldn't listen to her and how he was running with the wrong crowd and on and on. She came back the next week and went into more detail. I would see her out in the lobbies, same thing. Always how bad he was doing, how much trouble he was in, how he wasn't doing good in school. And it's one thing to tell people so they can agree with you in prayer, but you can't keep talking about the problem. She didn't realize she was calling in defeat. She was calling in more trouble. We were praying for victory, but she was canceling out our prayers. She was eating the fruit of her words. And one day I told her what I'm telling you. Instead of talking about how bad he is, start saying, Father, thank you that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Thank you that my son will fulfill his destiny, that he makes decisions that honors you, that he has great friends, that he's kind, respectful, and focused. She started doing that. It didn't happen overnight, 
But do you know today that young man is exactly what she said. He is kind, respectful. He has great friends. He volunteers for us. What made the difference when she changed what she was calling in? You can pray for victory all day long, but if you're calling in defeat, it's going to cancel out those prayers. Well, Joel, my coworkers don't like me. I don't really have a good personality. Nobody wants to be around me. Zip that up. You've been made in the image of Almighty God. He calls you a masterpiece. You have something to offer that nobody else has. But every time you discount yourself, you're making yourself unattractive, unfriendly. You're calling in insecurity. Why don't you start saying under your breath, I am well-liked. People love to be around me. I have a great personality. God's favor is on my life. When you speak that out, it not only allows it to come to pass, but it gets down on the inside. You cannot call in negative things about yourself and feel good about who you are. When I took over from my father, all of a sudden I was on television. My first thought was nobody's going to listen to me. Nobody's going to watch. I was very insecure. But one thing I've learned is to not speak out the negative. You may think it, but don't give it life by saying it. Don't call it in. And instead of verbalizing that, I would say, Father, thank you that when people turn me on the television, they can't turn me off. Thank you that people like me, that people are drawn to me, that people are being helped by me. I've said that every morning for the last 20 years. Now, practically every time I'm out, someone will stop me and say, Joel, I don't like TV ministers. I'm not a religious person, but I was flipping through the channels. And when I turned you on, I couldn't turn you off. I think to myself, I called you in. You have to call in favor, call in influence, call in your destiny. The scripture says with our words, we can bless our future or we can curse our future. I wouldn't be up here if I had cursed my future. If I had kept saying what I thought, nobody's going to like me. I had to call in what God says about us, that we are surrounded with his favor, that whatever we touch will prosper and succeed. Don't go around saying, well, I'll never live in a nice neighborhood. I'll never have a nice house. Call in a nice house. Father, thank you that you have a house already picked out for me. You said, because I delight myself in you, you will give me the desires of my heart. So thank you, that new house is on the way. That's not just wishful thinking, that's releasing your faith. In your business, you need to call in customers, call in the clients you need, call in opportunities. You have not because you ask not. You could say you have not because you call not. Are there things you're not receiving because you're not calling? And I'm not saying to get out of balance and call in 14 houses and seven wives, but what do you need? One is hard enough. I mean, one is good enough. What do you need? I'm not gonna look at Victoria now either. <laughs> what do you need to accomplish the dream God put in your heart? It should be bigger than you can do on your own. If you can do it without calling anything in, then it's not big enough. 
Maybe you need to call in that scholarship, that school you want to attend. Call in that promotion that you've worked for. Call in that business you're dreaming about. Call in that orphanage that you want to build. We had to call in the compact center. When this building came across our path, it seemed impossible. I thought there's no way we can get it. It will be too expensive. It's too prominent. The city will never let a church have it. But sometimes God will bring things across your path that are far beyond anything you've imagined. The key is to not cancel out the greatness of God's favor with a limited vision and negative words. Well, I don't see how it can happen. We don't have the finances. I don't know the right people. I don't have the training. You may not, but God does. Now do your part and call it in. Father, thank you that you're taking me where I couldn't go on my own. Thank you that you're opening doors that no man can shut, that good breaks are chasing me down, that the right people are headed my way. We called in favor. God sent us divine connections, people that use their influence to help us get the building. What you need may be big, but we serve a big God. He wouldn't have put the dream in your heart if he couldn't bring it to pass. Maybe he's just waiting for you to call it in, to use your words to release your faith. When David faced Goliath in the natural, he didn't have a chance. David was a teenager, small in stature. He had no formal training, no military experience. All he knew how to do was to take care of sheep. Goliath was the Philistines' most skilled warrior. He was almost twice David's size. He had a full set of armor. His sword weighed 20 pounds, almost eight times the normal amount. David had no armor. All he had was a slingshot and the favor of God. But here's the key. Having favor alone is not enough. You have to activate it. You have to call it in. When David heard Goliath taunting the Israelites, something rose up in him. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he would defy the armies of the living God? Right there, God put the dream in David to defeat Goliath. He went and told King Saul. You would think that Saul would have been excited. He finally had someone to step up. But Saul said in 1 Samuel 17, David don't be ridiculous. There's no way you can fight him and possibly win. You're just a boy. He's been a man of war since his youth. It was hard enough for David to get his courage up. Now the people that should have believed in him did just the opposite. But sometimes the reason people are not for you, the reason they don't encourage you is because God didn't put the dream in them. He put the dream in you. They can't hear what you hear. They don't feel what you feel. They may love you. They think they're doing you a favor, trying to protect you. But when God has spoken something to you, there is an anointing, a favor, a blessing, an empowerment that will cause it to come to pass. David looked Goliath in the eyes and said, this day I will defeat you and feed your head to the birds of the air. What was he doing? Calling in victory, calling in favor. He reached down and picked up a smooth stone, 
When he slung it, I can imagine it hit Goliath between the eyes, knocked him unconscious. David went over, took Goliath's own sword and finished him off. When you face challenges, it's so important what you're saying. David could have looked at Goliath and said, King Saul was right. What was I thinking? I'll never defeat him. I'm sure those thoughts came to his mind, but he understood this principle that what he spoke out, he was calling in. He knew if he spoke the negative, he was calling in defeat, limitations, weaknesses. That's why he stayed on the offensive. I will defeat you. When you face an illness, you need to declare, I will defeat this cancer. I will live and not die. You have to call in that healing. It doesn't say, let the weak think I'm strong. Well, Joel, I believe I'm healed. That's important, but believing alone is not enough. Take the next step and declare, I am healed. I am whole. Perhaps you're in a situation like David where the odds are all against you. It's easy to get discouraged. Talk about how bad it is. No more than ever, you need to start calling in victory, calling in breakthroughs, calling in suddenlies. Father, you said when darkness overtakes the righteous, light will come bursting in. I know one touch of your favor can suddenly turn this around. So I call my business blessed. I call myself free from this addiction. I call my children serving God. I call in abundance. I call in healing. I call in breakthroughs. Don't complain about not having it. Start calling it in. Declare what God says about you. Well, Joel, what if I call it and it doesn't come? Then keep calling. When my mother was diagnosed with terminal cancer, do you know how many times I heard her say, I am healed, I am free from this cancer? Thousands of times. The first couple of years when she said it, it seemed just the opposite. You would look at her and think, you're not healed. You don't look well. But when you keep calling in healing, keep calling in freedom, keep calling in abundance, what you're calling is on the way. May not have happened yet, but there will be a time where you see what you've been saying. Now, almost 40 years later, my mom is still healthy and whole. But don't be discouraged by what's not changing. Let that challenge you to call it in even stronger. God is faithful to what he promised. When you're calling in what he has spoken over you, you can rest assured it is on the way. This is what I had to do. When my father went to be with the Lord and I stepped up to pastor the church, I was afraid and intimidated. I had never ministered before. Every thought told me how it wasn't going to work out how I didn't have the training, how nobody was going to listen. I was tempted to verbalize my fear and talk about how I felt unqualified, but I did what I'm asking you to do. All through the day, I felt the negative, but I said the positive. Under my breath, I was constantly saying, I am strong in the Lord. I can do all things through Christ. I am equipped. I am empowered. I am anointed. At that time, what I was saying, none of it felt like it was true. For months, even the first couple of years, I was still insecure, 
still afraid, not sure if I could do it, but I kept calling in courage, calling in favor, calling in the anointing. Today, 20 years later, I am what I call myself. I'm asking you to start calling in what you want to be. If you're intimidated like I was, then call in courage. I am strong. I am well able. Don't go the next 20 years calling in the negative. Put your faith out there. Call in greatness. Call in new levels. Call in your dreams. Call in your gifts. You've heard the line from the movie, if you build it, they will come. God is saying, if you'll call it, it will come. If you'll call yourself blessed, blessings will come. If you'll call yourself healed, healing will come. If you'll call your children fulfilling their destinies, their destiny will come. Numbers chapter 13, Moses sent 12 men to spy out the promised land. After 40 days, 10 of them came back and told Moses how it was an amazing land, more than they ever imagined. The clusters of grapes were so large, it took two people to carry them. They had struggled all those years out in the desert where it was hot and dusty, limited resources. Now they had finally made it next door to the land flowing with milk and honey. It was a land flowing with resources. And God had already promised that he was going to give them the land. He was going to defeat the enemy. They just had to go in and take it. But these 10 spies went on to say, Moses, the people are huge. They are so powerful, we will never defeat them. We felt like grasshoppers compared to them. They felt weak, but instead of calling themselves strong, they called themselves weak. God said he would give them the victory, but they called themselves defeated. God can call you one thing, but if you call yourself something different, you can override what God says. Not because we're that powerful, but God works where there's faith. God calls you blessed. But if you go around saying, I'm not blessed, I can't get ahead, I never get any good breaks, what you're calling in will override what God promised. God said you have been fearfully and wonderfully made. He calls you confident, secure, well able. But if you say, I'm not that talented, I'm not as smart as my sister, I don't have a good personality, what you're calling in will override what God has spoken. If you're going to become who you were created to be, you have to get in agreement with God. Don't cancel out the amazing plan he has for your life by calling in the wrong things. Like with the Israelites, there are blessings, good breaks, healing, freedom that God has already promised to give you. He didn't say if you're strong enough, if you know the right people, if you don't have any opposition, none of that is a condition for what God promised. He's going to give you the land, give you the spouse, give you the healing, give you that house that you're believing for. It may seem impossible. You can't do it on your own, but you're not on your own. Don't make the mistake they did and start talking about how it's not gonna work out. I don't know, I think I've reached my limits. 
gone as far in my career as I can. I'll never get well, never break the addiction. That's calling in defeat. That's calling in limitations. If it's going to happen, you have to call in what God promised. Call in victory. Call in healing. Call in abundance. Why don't you call in that baby you've been believing for? Father, you said the fruit of my womb is blessed. You said you would make the barren woman a happy mother of children. So thank you that the baby that has my name on it is coming in. That's how you make it into your promised land. These spies said we felt like grasshoppers compared to them. Imagine what God must have thought. Here he had delivered them out of slavery, parted the Red Sea, brought water out of a rock, created them in his own image, yet they were saying, we're just grasshoppers. They didn't realize they were calling in fear. Before long, they had this grasshopper mentality. No wonder they felt weak and intimidated. They called it in. You may have big obstacles, dreams that seem impossible. You too could shrink back, live intimidated. No, put your shoulders back. Hold your head up high. You are a child of the Most High God. Dare to call in what He says about you. Father, thank you that I am a victor and not a victim. Thank you that you always cause me to triumph. This obstacle may be big, but I know you're in control. You're fighting my battles and that I'm coming in to my promised land. There were two other spies, Joshua and Caleb. They had a different report. They said, yes, Moses, the people are big, but we know our God is bigger. We are well able to take the land. Let us go in at once. What's interesting is Joshua and Caleb were the only ones out of those two million people that ever made it into the promised land. All the others died out in the desert. It's not a coincidence that they were the only ones that called in victory. Are there promised lands you're not entering because you're calling in defeat instead of victory? talking about how it's not going to work out, what you don't have. It's time to change what you're calling in. You're going to eat the fruit of your words. I'm asking you to be a Joshua, be a Caleb and call in what God says about you. Let me help you get started. Receive this into your spirit. I call in healing for you, wholeness, restoration. I call in strength, energy, vitality, your youth being renewed. I call in confidence, courage, and ability. I call in blessings, favor, promotion, and abundance. I call in that business you're believing for, that property you need, that house you're dreaming about. I call in a spouse for you, somebody awesome, a divine connection. I call in that baby you were told you couldn't have. I call in children that are off course. I call in a fresh anointing, fresh vision for your life. Now I believe and declare like Joshua and Caleb, you're about to enter into your promised land. Get ready. What we're calling in is on the way in Jesus name. If you receive it, can you say amen? Well, I'd like to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, 
I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired all through the week. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.